Welcome to this week's bio episode, where we learn a little more about Jarek's good heart and his special sword. Welcome to Knights of the Rolled Table, the bio episodes for season two. Around the table, we're going to have everybody introduce themselves and their character for season two. Uh, My name is Chris Daly. I am your dungeon master and host for this evening. My name is Weston, and I'll be your judge and jury. (laughs) My name is Jen, and I play Sarsa. My name is Zach, and I'm Jarek Dark Harbor. I'm Matt, and I'm Solius. And we should say, uh, Weston plays coach. Uh, but we already did a bio episode for for Coach, so he's here uh, adding fuel to our biological fire, hey. <laughs> so to speak. You should Uh-oh. probably get that looked at. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a little burny. Mm-hmm. Um, and today, uh, this week, we are going to go into the backstory of Jarek Dark Harbor, nope. the warlock paladin, mm-hmm. paladin warlock, paladin. It's more well, a paladin human. warlock, so yes. human. Uh, but first, let's find out a little bit about Zach. Zach Stones, tell us about yourself. Hey, everybody. I'm Zach. I am, um, hmm, been playing D&D for not that long. Been doing improv in San Diego with lots of these people for a long time, since 2003 was when I started. Back in the day, I lose track of the math. Uh, and I am in my real job. I'm a family therapist at the San Diego Center for Children, supervising other therapists in taking care of kids and families. So, Also, I have three kids of my own. I keep fairly busy. Nice. If people want to reach out to you online, Zach, I know you're pretty active on Twitter. How oh, can yeah. they get in touch so, with you? Uh, I just like discovered the world of Twitter in like May is when my account started, I think. But uh, I've definitely been enjoying both, not just like talking about the podcast, but just engaging with the D&D community and the tabletop community and just talking about uh, kind of the combination of mental health and gaming and any topics around like interactions and relationships around the table and how to have a supportive environment and how to support your players and how to, you know, DM. I definitely like there's an angle of DMing that I think is overlooked a lot of times when we talk about what you need to DM, which is just like the facilitator of the table, the facilitator of the night. And sometimes I feel like we get so into the details of like, what do I do in the story that you forget like, what what is your what do the people at your table want to do? Yeah. So I love talking about that stuff. And we have a couple DMs in our group, and most of us are pretty new, and mm-hmm. some of us have been DMing a little bit longer, and. Are there any takeaways that you've had from talking with other people or like just in your experience as far as like good tricks for keeping it civil around the around the table? Like um and anybody can jump in. Yeah, I mean we should probably do a whole like other bonus episode talking about <laughs> yeah. like good stuff mental like health that. around the table. <laughs> but I think, you know, generally I feel like us coming together as like knowing each other through improv, there's so much emphasis. I think we all kind of approach the game in terms of like, oh, this game is a fun way for us to have a long, structured story. And I think the nature of improv is a lot of like the keys are to listen to each other. The keys are to like figure out what the other person is giving you and how to build on that. And if you are good at doing that as a player, then you're going to have great 
You're yeah. going to tell great stories and you're going to interact. When somebody's when somebody's sitting at the table constantly trying to figure out like, how do I undermine something? How do we do mm-hmm. something different? How do I force the DM to like come up with something new? That's not necessarily. Sometimes those are great moments, but that's also like you're not really collaborating. And you yeah, know, I definitely encourage people to like work together and tell a story together. I think yeah, I think we we have the benefit of having a lot of trust through improv and through knowing each other before we started playing and, and doing other, a couple of other like offline campaigns, not recorded campaigns before starting. And that definitely helped before this, this campaign started season one. So I think that's definitely nice to like, instead of just jumping in with like, Hey, we're on the air, we're doing a stream, we're doing a podcast, uh, take some time to get to know your players mm-hmm. um, themselves. Cause I've, you know, seen groups where like, they're just starting right away with this big project and they don't even get to know their people and it's mm-hmm. kind of can backfire a little bit. It takes a while. You can definitely yeah. hear, you know, it takes four or five episodes before they yeah. sort of figure out like, oh no, now we get it. Oh, you're that kind of player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, that'll help you know uh, what people are and aren't comfortable with if you've actually had an opportunity to play with them in the past, then you aren't feeling that out for the first time in the game. You know? Let's... Talk a little bit about Jarek. What's his What's his deal, uh, Zach? Uh, what do you What do you uh, What do you envision? Uh, where does he come from? How did he first? Well, first of all, yeah, he's a paladin, <laughs> uh-huh. but he's also a warlock. So, what's that about? <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure people listening have some questions about, and I'm quite not quite sure what I've dropped along the way. But so we um, know he has a talking sword mm-hmm. named uh, Jovadriel. Jovadriel calls and, him Joe, and and he that's his kind of Patron, patron through yeah, his warlock so pack. Specifically, Jarek as a paladin of Torm would be the god he's paladin of, and he's also a warlock. But basically, his warlock patron is Javadriel. Javadriel is an angel that speaks to him through his sword. So it's not actually the talking sword. The sword is like the kind of inner. He's a hexblade warlock angel. Yeah. So that's part of why he sort of channels through his sword. And Javadriel is an angel of Torm, so Javadriel is kind of like the middle manager type person that he's more able to interact directly with rather than... I have a direct connection with Torm! Yes. Yeah, very cool. Hold, please! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. busy now, I'll talk to you. So, but specifically beyond that, beyond that kind of like... I'm my, The genesis of like coming up with what I wanted to play for Jarek was, I think initially like... Who could I put Paladin and Warlock multi-class really nicely, but the concepts don't necessarily. So I was really like fishing around to like, can I come up with a cool story, a cool idea of how a Paladins that are like archetypically like the noble warrior who always do kind of like annoyingly do good with a Warlock who archetypically are kind of like, you know, manipulating power, yeah. and you don't have to play either of those classes like that. But could I kind of like link those up? And then on top of that, his background is criminal. Yeah, uh, and his dad is a criminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my the full well, not the full backstory, but like important notions of like where Jarek came from is uh, when he was young, when he was a kid, he was raised by his mom, who was like the main server person in a tavern, which was in Emberbrook. And she worked in this tavern for this tavern keeper who wasn't super nice to her, but was kind of nice enough. They were very pretty poor. And so if there was an empty room, they'd be able to sleep in the room. Or if the tavern was full, he'd let them like, sleep in kind of a corner of the kitchen, kind of getting by. But 
And then his mom got sick when he was, you know, eight or nine or so, pretty young. She got really, they both got really, really sick. Yeah. She died. And he was still kind of sick when this guy showed up and said, mm. like, I'm your dad. Mm. You're going to come with me now. Okay. And so he goes out, hangs out with his dad. Over time, figures out his dad. He's just kind of like, his dad is like a traveler moving town to town. They go all over the realms. And after like the third time, he gets like, they get like chased out of a town under arrow fire. He realizes like, I think, I think maybe he's a criminal. So he's like the smuggler going around. Not that great of it. And Jarek kind of like mimics his dad. But Picks up some criminal stuff. and mm-hmm. Okay. So he kind of ends up trying to mimic his dad and trying to like work for his dad, but his mom's good heart is always in him. So whenever it comes down to those moments of like, you got to lie, you got to steal the thing, you got to do something that's definitely going to hurt somebody, he never can do it. So he's basically <laughs> a terrible criminal and all through his life. Eventually his dad got uh, captured and he was on his own when he was in like late teens and he went on to do all sorts of like mercenary work and try to do things, but just like what happened with Chaser that we kind of defined a lot of that where like it always goes south because he figures out like, oh, we were supposed to steal this stuff, but actually that money was stolen from this village and they were going to buy medicine, so he gave that back to the villagers and now the people he was working with are mad at him, so <laughs> now like three different divisions of people want to kill him because he yeah. couldn't do the wrong thing. That's good. Uh, so did he? did he find... His sword uh, with Javadriel first, or did he uh, sort of uh, get his paladin abilities? Um, um. Yeah, so at some point he came across the sword in one of those kind of like heist gone wrong kind of thing. He okay. came across the sword and Javadriel spoke to him through it. And in his mind, basically he was cursed when he found the sword and they gave him these powers but he thinks of like cursed his curse to like always do good and never be able to like make those decisions he feels like oh they're making me do that but really he was chosen because of this cuz he has a good heart yeah. yeah all right well what uh what scene do you envision us uh playing from his backstory um i don't know i'm open to ideas hmm. there's plenty of you know any number of situations Could going be. wrong or all sorts of stuff you can yeah. play. Yeah, this is a, on a heist. Um, and uh, we're, we're the rest of the crew for, uh, and Jarek is on the crew. Maybe, I, maybe you're not the one in charge because there might have been some, you know, like, hey, let's try this again. Like, you mm-hmm. need to make sure that <laughs> just, just don't do any. Just, just, just follow you, orders. You, you need to make sure that you're the lookout guy. Absolutely, okay? I got this. Be you cool, can trust man. me. Be cool. I absolutely can do this. You All right. Tell us if people come. All right. Listen, guys. Uh, we've got one shot at this. We've got about a four minute window, and uh, I'm gonna go in there. Uh, Rexa, uh, you're gonna come in with me. I have a perfect record. I know you do. I mean, you've got the hands of gold, man. It's, it's great. Excellent, all right. Rex. I really admire you. I'm, Rex, I wanna, I wanna Rex is like going to go in there. He's going to pick the lock, all right? Can I hit nice. something? Uh, Bebo, I want you to hit something. If anybody comes through that door, you're going to hit them again. I like to hit things. All right, Sally. Yeah. Um, I need you to be ready with that cart, okay? You're the getaway. Right. And you be ready with those horses, all right, love? I've got them. They're already ready. The fastest horses in all the realm. On those horses. Yeah. Wink, wink. All right. And then Jarek. Yes. Just, um, just look, look through the door. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Rex and I are gonna go in and try to get out the loot. I need you to let us know if anybody is coming down the hallway. That's I'm on it. it. Yep. All right. I got it. What do you want me to do if, I'm, if I if I see anybody? Should I? 
well, distract him? You want me to take him out? I just want you to take him out, man. Yeah. I mean, like, talked about this. I'll hit them. Just Absolutely. take them out. Make Silence them, all right? I got it. All right. So, Rexa, let's go. I have a perfect record. I know you do. I know you do. I love it, baby. Let's go. have one more to that, Rexy. Okay. Go in. Okay. All right. Good job. Oh, you cut that really quickly. Hey. Hey. Uh, who are you? I am Stephen. Did we get the orphanage funds yet? What? We're here to collect from the bank the funds for the orphanage. Is this my new daddy? Oh, I. Jeez. Okay. Uh, you might. Need, you're gonna have to. I think it's closed right now, so you're gonna have to come back. Uh, Jerry. You have to come back tomorrow. Jerry, who are you talking to? Hmm? Who are you talking to? Oh, no, I'm taking care of it. I got him on this. All right, take him out. Really? All right, you guys. Can I, I have a hug? Um, listen, uh, you're yeah. not supposed to be in here. It's a uh, kind of a. Uh, restricted section. Do you have uh, qualifications? Do you have the paperwork? You actually this. There's a, a there's a contaminated. This is contaminated here. There's some major rats here you in the area. The funds if you we don't especially have the, funds. the kids. You need to leave right if we now. What is he doing? Take him out. I had a rat as a pet once. Timmy's very sick. Uh, <laughs> sir, if you don't have the parchment qualifications, <laughs> we're gonna have to ask. Can you we to, can we talk outside? Actually, why don't we go down the street a little bit and I'll, I'll talk to you there? Because I don't want the kids bit by the rats or anything. Well, we, we don't Very want dangerous rat. rats. Big, big teeth. And if we pretty have sure an infestation problem, we're gonna need everybody to yeah. leave. Uh, yeah, everybody, leave, leave right everybody leave. Mm-hmm. Everybody leave the building. Let's go. Everybody leave the building. Come on, this way with me. We're still going to get the funds for the orphanage. Otherwise, uh, well, what, what funds what, for the orphanage? What orphanage? The orphanage that was ransacked by the flood and fire. Oh jeez! All right. Two you months ago. Like, could you like? Jeez. Timmy hasn't been able to sleep under a roof. You can't like crowdfund for that or something. You well, can we raise did. money. All of the money came here to the bank. They oh, gave geez. us access. Yeah, so the, the, there's a, a, a lump sum of money that's been held in the safe in the room that you're guarding, like where the rats are. In like a, can you? Uh, did you get us the money? I sir? might be able to run in there real quick if you can specifically describe for me what the container of money. There would is look a like. large sack of mm-hmm. gold yeah. inside okay. of the. Safe. Yeah, that's it. Just that's a big sack. I, I hope the rats okay. haven't chewed through the sack. Oh, I will go check. You know what? You guys wait right here. Very <sighs> dangerous in there. Just wait right in here. I'm All right. gonna run in there real quick. Thank you, sir. Yes, okay. Thank you. Don't do not call me that. All right. Jerry, did you take him out? Yeah, they are out. Yeah. Oh, I need you to. Hey, listen. Stabby, stabby. We're not gonna have to worry about them. You don't want the. You don't want the guards coming down on us for killing kids. We good. Do you have the money? Listen, what's the money look like? Is a chest, is a like a engraved chest or like magic weapons? Are we looking at jewels? What? I have a perfect record. <laughs> Thank you, Rex. Yes, you do. We're going to build on that. Uh, boss, are we looking for like uh, anything specific here or just... Um, the large just... bag of money. I can't hold the horses much longer, right? Re- right? Rex has got a perfect go. record. We can't, we can't tarnish that. Okay, here's the thing. No, we don't want to do that, but... Uh, if we take- wait, wait, shh, shh, hold on. He's almost done. Oh, oh that, I love that sound. What we got, Look, baby? Oh, that's a big sack of gold. That's massive. Listen, so uh, once we're going to divide this gold up, we can do whatever we want with it, right? We can... Yeah, it's yours. I mean, everybody gets a cut. All right, so um, uh, what if, what if we were to take this money and donate it 
to what? like maybe the the local orphanage. What? And then we would build our reputation in this town, and then uh, they'd entrust us to do even bigger jobs. Maybe Don't they'd need make a reputation our... in this town. We're moving on to the next one as soon as we can. The halfling por- pulls a sword. Listen, are you saying that we got this money mm-hmm. and you just want to give it away after us pulling this job? Rex has got a perfect record. I have a perfect record. And you, you know what? A perfect record at what? At cracking that safe. And you did it. You still have a perfect record, Rex. And now you could have an even perfecter record by putting the money back in the safe <sighs> and locking it. And then- He's uh, doing it together. You could unlock it when the money was not in there. And we'll just give that money back to the now? orphans. Hey, bo- hey, boss. Should I hit him? It's- Listen, uh, we, we know if- if we don't let him Guys, do this, he's just going to report us. That's what he did the last job. Dead I'm not going to report. report you. Let's just give the money to the orphans, and then we can get better money. We can kill some like bad guys that Listen, have money. Is there anything else in here that we can take? I mean, there's, what's under that sheet over there? It's a, it's like, a pile of medicine. Uh, I could sell this on the... What's in that bookcase over there? Oh, it... It, it is instructional, educational books. How to teach kids to read. Oh gosh, could sell that on the black uh, what's, market. What's in that? What's in that long box over there, Rex? Uh, oh, that's a big sword. That's a long sword. <sighs> I don't need a there, sword. Go ahead. You could take that. That looks like some sort of like <laughs> awesome magical sword. Oh. And it goes right into Jarek's hand. How'd you do that? That was neat. As a magical sword, you could take this magical sword, we could call it even, the the orphans could be gone, the medicine could go... Door cover! This is a loud sword. Do you guys, do you guys hey, all hear that? Hey, what, what was that? Is that the rats? Yes, it's a rat. Stay out there with the children, please. Uh, <laughs> Jerick, Jerick, did, that, like did that sword, did that sword just talk to you? Mm, I don't think. Uh, uh, hello, sword. By the line of Tom, you've been chosen. I'm kind of in the middle of something right now. If, uh, oh, wow, it's bright. Okay, yeah. It's okay, we gotta go. We gotta. Let's get out of here, guys. Let's get out of here. Get on the horses. Okay, I'll see you guys back at the hideout. Then we'll just we'll we'll meet up later. Bring the money. No, probably had not. Had a perfect record. I know, baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll we'll, we'll get a point. We'll do something else. Is there the money for the orphanage? Yeah, there's the money for the orphanage. Okay. Uh, do you mind if I take just a little of this? So you need all of this money for the orphanage, or it's a large orphanage? I don't think you work here. That's fine. No, I don't. We were trying to steal the money. Just go ahead and go ahead and take it. It's what? Fine. What? Uh, okay, uh, thank, thank you. Um, you probably this. should leave. No, that doesn't work on me. <laughs> okay. Waving your hand. That's fine. Um, just get out of here. Just okay. Go well, on. Have a have a nice day. I'm thank just, you, I'm, good sir. I'm, I just work part time here. I'm not. <laughs> don't have the authority to arrest you. It just makes me very uncomfortable. No. Yeah, that's fine. Enjoy your It's a crowdsource fund. Uh, <laughs> so, somehow there were horses in the bank. <laughs> they were right outside. No, they were outside. They were right outside the door. It's not a big bank. Yeah.